edition of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the return of the JDF Memorial Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on the iTunes or the Spotify or whatever, leave us a review. Of the five star kind, subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling. Links to all the platforms and the merchandise, including brand new, the brand new YKW Matters Wolf Collection. It's available at ykwrestling.com. Don't turn your back on the Wolf Pack. <laughs> Welcome to the Knock If You Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Reek, House of Havoc, first of his name. We here. We back. Welcome back. Yes, sir. We are we officially back because you know we had to take For a sure. break last week. Things got yeah. a little crazy. Like I like I said, we're not in the business of sadness. No. But with no, that no. being said, uh, first welcome again to Nuckabee Buckingham Palace. If you haven't been here before. Have fun. If you've been here before, stay the whole time. We'd appreciate it. But uh, last week, we had to take a break, and uh, we just, you know, went to the archives for a bit. Uh, Didn't want to be sad. I ain't want y'all to hear me crying. And there was a lot of confusion, a lot of grief. Uh, RIP to two legendary wrestlers. One, uh, I can guarantee, will be in the Hall of Fame here in about six or so months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one has already been in the Hall of Fame Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt uh, R.I.P. It's weird saying R.I.P. to Bray Wyatt Still weird It's not I don't think it's ever going to seem I'm still tripping off Rhodey uh, Yeah So yeah, it's, 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 it's going to take a very long time for Bray um, Terry Funk I know he had a birthday a few months ago And you know we talked about wanting to see him get the 80 Right. And uh, unfortunately, um, you know, he's been sick for a minute. So yeah, then he had dementia. Yeah, you can yeah. see he wasn't doing the best. Yeah, Mick Foley uh, would always, you know, provide updates on his Facebook. And so uh, R.I.P. to Terry Funk, R.I.P. to Bray. And uh, let's, uh, if you haven't heard the, the recap episode, you know, we went back and recapped a bunch of the past conversations about Bray Wyatt. So. Go check that out on the last episode. Me, yeah, I already know my answer to this one. But what's your favorite moment from both Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt? Man, uh, I know Terry Funk was a little before our time, but we we've seen a few things of him like in our childhood. That, yeah, no, uh, Terry for me had to be one night stand 06. Oh yeah, he was going that crazy. Tag, yeah, he, he was, was low key the best part of that match. He was. He was. Uh, for Bray, I mean, 
you gotta I don't have to make a list. Like they had the best six man tag I've ever seen to this. Oh, day. absolutely. Um The Fiend, you know, that, that SummerSlam match, his first interest. Mm-hmm. Um like it's it's just a whole lot, man. Uh, the match with Cena, wrong guy went over, but you know, yeah. it's typical shit. But yeah, I mean, there, there's a bunch. I I couldn't put list down just one. It's like it's the echelon, upper echelon of the the, the lists, man. Right. For me, uh, Terry Funk, my favorite Terry Funk moment, WrestleMania 14, the the dumpster match. Versus oh. the New Age Outlaws, Terry Funk oh, and Mick Foley. Man. And that's me and my homies when we was like 10, 11 in our complex. We used to have a dumpster match. We used to do <laughs> dumpster matches. <laughs> Dead ass. I'm so serious. Yeah. It was easier to do because like we would do it when they had all them big ass snow banks, like right up against the dumpsters. Right, yeah. So we just climb up the snow banks. We wrestling on the snow banks, and then we just, you know, fall into the garbage can. Very unsanitary. No idea what was in there, but it was fun, though. That's probably why we act like this now. <laughs> Our generation was just being crazy, so. We was wild. Imitating so, wrestlers. They say don't try this at home for a reason. Man, listen. You might as well tell us not to breathe. <laughs> right. We did not we do this at home. None of them things you put up on screen – or try to tell us we didn't give a damn about none of that. We was gonna right. do it, and we was gonna do it all the way. <laughs> it did not matter. And I don't, I don't recall seeing one of those until like Owen passed. Like no, nah, when like Draws got hurt, Ooh, and then like yeah. Owen passed, right? Because because they had the footage of Draws in the in the package, like the little video package they would had. Like don't do this at home. Yeah, we was doing that anyway. So shout out yeah. to Terry Funk for that. Uh, might go watch that later. I haven't seen that in a minute. And then Bray, I watched this like I think the day like he passed. Firefly Funhouse match. That's oh, of course. By far my favorite Bray Wyatt anything. <sighs> Just like watching it in real time, I was like, yo, this is incredible. And then like going mm-hmm. back, and I was like, yo, this is still, this is still incredible. Like Vince McMahon told y'all, we make movies. Right. That's exactly what they did. I forgot it was even COVID at that time. I was like, yo. Yeah. And that that is the crazy thing. Like cinematic matches peaked with those two at WrestleMania. It never Absolutely. got better than that. It was cool. Like they was doing a little bit too much though. But yeah, right. the six man tag with the shield that's up there. Um, you know, the, the first entrance of the Fiend at SummerSlam because I'm just like, yo, this is hard. And Finn Balor was shook. Right, he wasn't prepared like, for that. <laughs> this nigga's scared. Cause he pulled up, and like he always had the the lantern, the light shining. Yeah. So like I'm watching it, and then it's like as you get closer, like you see that's Bray's head, right? His eyes is all stitched up. I'm like, yo, he just went showed his ass for this whole thing. <laughs> like, yeah, he was going crazy. Oh, man, yeah. I I was thinking we was gonna see my man's like start making movies and stuff too. Right. Like that's what I was really interested in seeing. Cause I'm thinking like, man, I don't know how much. I'm gonna be real, and I ain't. I listen. Y'all can go listen to the archives. Like, I was getting a little bored with Bray Wyatt, you know, before uh, he took that time off, and you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, we wouldn't see him again. But I was getting a little bored with it, so I'm thinking like, yo, I don't know. I think this wrestling stuff might have passed him by, but like, 
that that creative mind though. Oh yeah, it will take him far in other avenues. Like, and I think like also just like how creative my man's was. He was a little bit too creative for wrestling. Mm-hmm. Take that to, to Hollywood. You making crazy money, right? So hopefully, yeah, it was, uh, it was everybody's doing that. okay, man. Uh, his coworkers and you know his family. Yeah, I, I that's been like the biggest the biggest thought I had coming out of all this because like this honestly hit me like Eddie did. Yeah, same. and so it's like immediately the first thing I'm thinking is everybody that's like close to him like that, like y'all make sure y'all talk to somebody and right, you know whatever help it is you need to get through all this 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 period like especially because you know that that will. That will don't stop, like exactly. Still, you know, business still got to handle, so you know they probably yeah. don't have a lot of time. They still got to travel, still got to you know right. do their whole regular routine. So I just hope everybody taking care of themselves, man. Like yeah. I don't want, we don't want any, we don't want anybody to be affected by Bray Wyatt the way uh you know particular certain somebody was affected by Eddie Guerrero, right? right. We don't want that. So you know everybody take care of yourselves. I think. It's a lot easier now because, you know, especially like I don't think this was an issue with Vince like in the last mm-hmm. 10 years or so. Definitely I don't see it as an issue with Triple H where like we need some time off. Take some time off. Like, oh, yeah. Take care of yourself. Like, I, I think it's that big of a deal now compared to 15. How long Eddie been gone? 18 years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. RIP to, to both these uh legends. And uh, Bray, Bray's Hall of Fame induction is going to be something. Ooh. Yeah. It's well-deserved. Like, he would have went in there. I, I would have said he was a Hall of Famer, like, two years ago. Like, mm-hmm. if he never came back to WWE, he was a Hall of Famer. For sure. Regardless. So, shout out to him. And uh, both of these guys, Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt, we're going to talk about them in this week in wrestling history because uh, 1979, uh, Pat Patterson is crowned the first Intercontinental Champion. He, uh, they say that he won a tournament in Brazil. That never happened. <laughs> but yeah, that never happened. Big cat. But uh, Terry Funk in 1983 retired for the first time, and I think everybody lost count of how many other times this man retired Whoa, in his career. <laughs> he retired finally for the last time, like six years ago. Right. Something it like that. been that long. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, 2002, Triple H is crowned the very first world heavyweight champion by Eric Bischoff because Brock Lesnar does not want to work Mondays and Tuesdays. He said, yo, you got to pick a struggle. Facts. Y'all figure this out. They, they cut the check over there on SmackDown, so I'm staying. Y'all right. can't, <laughs> can't hold it. <laughs> I'm taking this belt with me too, fam. Uh, if y'all could hear my Alexa, my apologies. I'll take care of that in a moment. If not, it's all good. Uh, and in 2020, you know, I had to break it out. Because uh, in 2020, August 30th, 2020, uh, this big blue belt that I got right here mm-hmm. was won for the last time by our one tribal chief, Roman Reigns. This man beats the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Uh, and Braun Strowman, pin Braun Strowman, but uh, took the belt off of Bray, and he's a uh, he's the Universal Champion for the second time, and he has not lost it. 
three years later. Three years later, he has not lost. Going crazy. Going crazy. And uh, I got two weeks worth of uh, happy birthdays to throw out to everybody. So I'm going to get through this real quick. Uh, happy birthday to Kofi Kingston, former WWE champion, former uh, triple crown winner in NXT, Johnny Gargano. Big Cass. Is Big Cass still in AEW? Uh, I don't know. I ain't seen him in a minute. I ain't seen him in a minute. You know when the big dudes get there, they disappear. Fast. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> you blinking, you miss them. Facts. Uh, Cedric Alexander, uh, AEW Women's Champion Soraya, Lillian Garcia, Byron Saxton, Intercontinental Champion Gunther, who if he uh, beats Chad Gable this Monday on Raw, he'll be passing up Big Honky on Friday. So that should be fun. Uh, Nathan Jones, remember Nathan Jones? Pepper you was just watching O three not too long ago. You was watching like yeah. late O three. He was there. That was so over so quick. Yeah, he was like, trash, boy. He was. You talk trash. about blinking and you miss it. When Taker can't get you over, right? I don't know what to do for you. Yeah, because that man right. go the extra mile. He do. This man, he made him a you know nice little career in Hollywood though. So oh yeah, uh, Trent Seven, shout out to him. Eve Torres, happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Eric from the Viking Raiders from uh, Team Musty. Right. Happy birthday him. Happy birthday to Hall of Famer from the Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray. Shout out to Stevie Ray. Shout out to Paul Ellering, who had a birthday this past week. Uh, happy birthday to Jimmy and Jay Uso. Day one-ish. They, they had a birthday on the same day. And, uh, yeah. you know, apparently Xavier Woods with the Ph.D. did not know that twins could be born on different days. That is crazy, bro. But the, these twins were born on the same day. It is what it is. Uh, happy birthday as well to Pac, Apollo Crews, uh, the SmackDown number one announcer, Funaki. Had a birthday this past week. Yeah, Did anybody not- tell him that interviewing is not announcing? Hey, he the number one announcer now. <laughs> <laughs> number one announcer in japan right. am i wrong hey you got it hey he up. manifested it that's all that is and it works it works you go. <laughs> uh happy birthday to uh shit happy birthday to vince mcmahon he had a birthday i'm about to say yeah obviously Vince McMahon is a virgo shout out to the virgo shout out to rocky johnson who i found out was born on the same day as vince mcmahon this year did not know that. R.P. to Rocky Johnson. Soul Man. Uh, Grand Metalik, Crash Holly, Kylie Ray, uh, Petey Williams. I'm a, I'm, I, I got I'm some. I got some for Petey Williams later on. Don't. I was about don't to worry. say. Don't worry. I know. I know. I know exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, happy birthday to the great Kali. Shout out to the great Kali. That man also had a good, you know, career acting. Him and Nathan Jones, they they made a good career acting, just being tall. It's yep. and so intimidating. Yeah. Uh Sergeant Slaughter. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to Jazz, former women's champion. Uh, oh, this is for Las I, Vegas I, right I, here. Uh, happy birthday to TJP and Sin Bodhi. Uh trainers out here in Las Vegas in the Las Vegas wrestling scene. And uh they in my Vegas wrestling hall of fame, including a certain other somebody who we'll talk about later as well. Uh, happy birthday this past week to Jeff Hardy, uh, as well as Mickey James, Athena, Bam Bam Bigelow, 
and Sim Snooker. Nikki's only 44. I feel like she's been around for so long. She has. Like early 20s. I think she's been around since she was like 20. Like 20 mm. flat. That's yeah. why. That's why. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, happy birthday this past week or past two weeks ish. Uh, some got some legendary names like in entertainment in general that I I would feel weird skipping over. Uh, Dave Chappelle, whose birthday is also the same day as Vince McMahon. <laughs> Funny as hell. Uh, Michael Jackson, party. yeah. Uh, Michael Jackson, the goat, the yes, goat. Sir. I don't care if you feel somebody else is the goat. They ain't better than Mike. It's facts. We're not and uh, a discussion. Kobe Bryant, R.P. to Kobe Bryant, and mm-hmm. uh, Beyonce. Beyonce's birthday is on Labor Day. Beyonce had two concerts in Vegas this past week. I was trying to win tickets on the radio. I was about to say you, you can't get one. through and win <laughs> tickets to Beyonce. You just nah. can't. You know what's crazy? The Drake tickets was harder to win. Really? Yeah. Damn. Like mm-hmm. I, I legit couldn't get through on Drake at all. Like, I got through on Beyonce like once. I was like, call her nine. I needed to be fifteen. I was sick. I was trying to go it's there, you know. Go there, dressing, dressing in a in a cowboy hat, all that. I was gonna go you know, real flash. Yeah, no, Beyonce, Beyonce and Taylor Swift got like concerts on a chokehold right now. Damn. Cause and, I didn't heard like, people say some Drake crazy shit. Yeah, like those, those those four right now. Just I see everything about their concerts all the time. Like yeah, like I didn't heard people just saying the having the wildest rave reviews about Beyonce and mm-hmm. people saying like the Taylor concert, some of the best shit they ever seen live. Like people camp I out did. for Beyonce, not for Beyonce tickets. They camping out. To get into the arena, mm. they got paid. They got paid seating, bro. Assigned seats. Why are you camping out for assigned seats? That's, That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. I never get that. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, also, yeah, RIP to chat with Bozeman, man. Three years since yeah. he was gone. Oh man, the rough ones. Chat with Bozeman, pal. I couldn't even enjoy what happened on SmackDown when Roman and Paul got together. Man, I was pissed. As soon as SmackDown was over, they said, yo, Chadwick Boseman passed away. Right. What? I thought they was playing with me. Facts. It came from it, I, it came from his actual page, though. I was like, did he get hacked? Like, mm-hmm. Not the Black Panther. Uh, not the Black Panther. That sequel, the first 15 minutes was like, dog. Yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was ill. I might go watch that later just to see that first scene. Mm. I didn't really care for the rest of the movie like that, but that first scene though, that's how you do it. Shout out to Ryan Coogler and them. Facts. Going crazy. Uh we're gonna pull up right now for the Royal Address of Rumors. And uh I just want to introduce our first topic here. Uh I mean, if you've been under a rock in the last 40 something hours. By the time a lot of people will be listening to this, it'll be 40-something hours. Uh, yeah. Look into my eyes. What do you figure? <laughs> a big old glass of what? 
a big old glass of I told y'all niggas. My soundboard was good. <laughs> I told y'all niggas. I told y'all yeah, niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all Hold on, run that back. Run that back. <laughs> Look into my eyes. What do you figure? A big old glass of I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all We didn't get to talk about AEW all in. They they went to London and they had a their biggest crowd ever. You know, I call Cap on the 80,000 because I seen a bunch of empty yeah. seats. Yeah. So I don't know. They just is unverifiable. So well, you know, you know, once they do one of these shows in one of these big arenas, hyperbole gonna go through the roof. Right. So I'm like, listen, I, I, I'm gonna let y'all live, but we we know this numbers is probably inflated like a something bitch. Right. So that's neither here nor there, but uh, all in, I, I checked a little bit of it out. Uh, I mean, MJF and Adam Cole was cool. It got a little Vince Russo-y towards the end. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Which I feel was very unnecessary if y'all still going to do all that stuff anyway. Could have right. cut a big chunk of that out, but it is what it is. Um, I, I ain't really watch much else <laughs> outside of that. Uh, however, however, in the middle of the show, like right there, uh, CM Punk apparently confronted Jack Perry and Gorilla. Uh, Jack Perry fought. I don't remember who this man fought. Who was it? Who was it? Hook. Was it Hook? Okay, yeah, it was. Yep. I watched that. I watched the, the buy-in, and then I tried to watch the beginning of the pay-per-view, and, you know, I don't buy AEW shows, so I had to get the stream. The stream was messing up. Yes, sir. So I, I gave up pretty much, like, after a while. But uh, I did watch the buy-in match, and I seen Jack Perry was, like, saying something about, like, glass. I ain't think nothing of it. I ain't know what it was about. Right. I, 45 minutes to an hour later, I started seeing all this shit come out on Twitter saying that uh there was a fight between CM Punk and Jack Perry about that spot. And yeah. uh I mean I don't want to go into details about the spot because I don't care that much, but uh apparently CM Punk confronted him, was like, You got a problem with me? And Jack was like, You heard what I said, nigga. He didn't say nigga, I hope not. I hope he ain't say nigga. <laughs> said something of the sort. Uh there was a scuffle. CM Punk choked out Jack Perry. <laughs> they said, uh, this man apparently lunged at Tony Khan and uh, Miro was there and Samoa Joe obviously was there because, you know, Samoa Joe's going to be in Gorilla too. We got a match coming up with CM Punk. Yeah. And they said uh, they broke it up and CM Punk quit. He said, he told Tony Khan he quit, called Tony Khan a shitty boss. It's just a bunch of stuff I've seen over the course of the week. I don't know. It ain't verifiable. I have no idea. Yeah. It's not verifiable till uh, the apparent security footage in Wembley comes out by TMZ. So I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting on that. <laughs> I was hoping it was before All Out. So Right. I'm, I'm going to have to... We were recording before All Out, so I'm going to have to check my phone periodically through this episode to see if it dropped. Mm-hmm. So I would just have to make sure it didn't drop because my prediction was like, you know, TMZ, they petty. They like to, you know, conveniently time stuff that they yeah. release. Like they'll, they'll sit on footage for months until it's the right time to let it out. That's a damn fact. Fortunately, the right time is right before All Out. <laughs> so hopefully they got it. But uh, 
Yeah, don't please don't. Because I'll I'll have to totally revert and wing the rest of this episode if I find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me find out. But uh yeah. Six days later, they come out and say that CM Punk was let go from AEW in his contract. Uh Tony Khan stated in the press release that uh I listen, I ain't gonna go crazy on their business. I'm gonna just keep it. I could I'm about to go off track. So let me just stay on track. <laughs> anyway, uh my man's putting a press release talking about, you know, people were in danger, and that's fair, you know, but this man went on air last night before collision. Addressed the right he addressed the live crowd before collision. He also had a, a taped segment that aired for TV. And uh, basically said he had to let CM Punk go. Uh, been going to wrestling shows for 30 years, and this is the first time he's ever been scared for his life. Being scared <laughs> of CM Punk is crazy, but oh it's neither here God. nor there. Mm. He said he was scared for his life, and he was scared for you know the, the people who come to work. They come to work to work. They don't come to work to be put into danger. That's fair. That's fair. Uh it's the same guy who went to ECW shows in the 90s, though. I, this ain't the first time you were scared for your life. I got something for that, too. Yeah. Uh, but this man got booed by the live crowd because they're in Chicago at the United Center, where CM Punk debuted three years ago, two years ago, actually. It's his show. Yeah, it, it literally the show that was for him. And people bought tickets for him and probably didn't find out that he wasn't going to be there until... They was on their way to the arena for the show. Right. That was that close. Like at this point, he should introduce the Mr. McCon character. Oh no. <laughs> fact, I mean, listen, I'm not gonna take this matter. fucking shit, Cap. Oh okay. no. The fact the fact is, like, Vince, whatever people may think of him as a person, his character is cold blooded. Yeah. Like Ice in his veins. He don't give two shits. He will do anything and everything. And probably the person in general too. But Mister McMahon is cold blooded, ruthless, heartless, and uh, metaphorically speaking, really got that dog in him. And Tony Khan don't have it. Tony Khan don't got puppies in him. He he, he just he's Charmin, Charmin made. So. Uh, yeah, the, the the heel authority figure, it, it wouldn't fit. The, the the crowd alone would eat him alive, let alone the performers. But you think, um, uh, you think he cried when he got back to Gorilla? Probably, because you know something, he probably knows it's over. He knows it's about to be all over soon. Because listen, your your company's not going to tank because of CM Punk. Your company is going to tank. Because of what CM Punk has loudly exposed, but we've already known for the longest time, you can't control this company. You can't run this company. You don't. You don't have a grip at all, and you have the wrong type of personalities in there, and you don't have nobody checking shit that needs to get checked. So this was just strike. I want to say strike one and two, but. <laughs> I'm gonna be generous. I'm gonna say it's strike one, because who knows what else is coming. But this was just part of it. Like it's only gonna get worse from here. Like we we said this. We said this. I think we said this the same week that he came back, 
Look, everyone was hype, and it's like, okay, yeah, it's great. Him being in wrestling is good for wrestling. But when Phil starts being Phil, mm-hmm. you're going to see shit start to change. And let me be fair. The, the last couple last couple months of this whole situation, I haven't been putting on Phil. The only thing I ever held against Phil, and I said this a couple weeks ago, the only thing I held against him was the way he handled that situation at All Out. You frustrated, you was pissed, I get it. Don't say it in front of a room full of media, and then later on you're going to tell people, oh, the media this, the media that. You gave them the ammo, you did it to yourself. You handled the situation the wrong way. And you're supposed to be a vet. There's a right way to handle that. He didn't handle it right. Outside of that, Kenny and the whole that whole crew, all a bunch of children, they handle shit like little babies. And then you got... Children. You got Anthony, who's a complete enabler, and all he doing is siding with them. So basically, you just sending them the message that you going down with the ship. The whole thing with Jungle Boy now, right? That was something that started a couple weeks ago, because there was a spot that he did, I think, on Collision, and he there was a backstage uh, discussion where he wanted to use real glass. Mm-hmm. Hawk was like. No, you're not using real glass. That's that's fucking stupid. Like, use your head. You know what I'm saying? Trying to talk some sense into this little dumb motherfucker. So they got into it over that. They got into a heated discussion. And, you know, Jungle Boy or Jack wanted to puff his fucking chest out about it. And that was where I, I sat up there and I said, like, Punk got to be a father to these kids, these motherfuckers. Because they just... They and just I think not I've act- seen something like a bunch of agents and even like Tony said something to him about it before he ignored them so they you know, right punk. why we got to delegate cm punk to that that's my thing authoritative figure that's my thing it's like again you not you don't have a grip around here you don't have like you're not having these hard conversations you scared to like check these people so punk said at one point like you yeah, listen i'm gonna check them for you since you don't want to do it right and that was just one situation but then the thing with jack was now you want to get on live tv and now you want to start talking shit. So, yeah, of course, he going to come see you backstage like, hey, what's up with you? And, you know, all this broke out and, you know, stuff like that. But see, here's the thing. My man was already heated. They they fucked his travel up. I, that, that, that's exactly what I'll get into. He, he flew into London and did not get a text from the, the, the car service. They, they said they gave him a number to, to text when he got there. Uh, just bounced back. It, it was a bad number. Uh, so he had no car service. Listen, take it from somebody who's flown into London Heathrow before. And because I got there early, we had to wait. I think I got in at like 6 8 in the morning. Checkout was, check-in was until like 11. And I was flying in with my mom's. Her flight got delayed and stuff like that. I had to kill a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand, you know, you flying in and not being able to go, especially when you've never been to London, stuff like that. You don't know where you're going. You know what I'm saying? You got to try to navigate this. It helps when you got, you know, you know something to, to, to guide you along through there. He ain't had that. He right. bought a ticket, and he had fans helping him because he didn't know where he was going. So, yeah, I'm going to be pissed, too, if I get to the arena after all that went on, and this little motherfucker still want to act up. Man's had to ride the train. Oh, he was on the train. Yeah, I've seen that. And listen, th- listen, th- them trains are small. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Like the ones coming out the airport got some decent space, but once you get onto them, them trains down underground, 
them shits is like clamped. So mm-hmm. listen, I would be heated too. So I like I don't put none of this on him at this point. Like they really they they scapegoating this man at this point to cover up the fact that all of this this is is Tony not taking control of his company. Plain and simple. And it's been the case from day one. It, it, it's really kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's really I thought up. y'all thought Edge was gonna go there. Oh my god, listen. <laughs> I <laughs> I don't wanna hear nobody talking about Edge going to AEW no like god, man. bro, this man spent his entire life good you know, working his way to get here, spent his whole career in WWE, got everything he wanted to get and then some. He's a Hall of Famer. Honestly, should be a two-time Hall of Famer after this. Yeah. But it's like, okay, Christian is over there, and he would probably want to do one last thing with Christian. Listen, it's not that deep. It's really not. Right. Like, Christian is doing fine by himself. But I, for Edge to say, you know what, his, his contract is up, and he don't know what he want to do yet, to just say, all right, well, let me just take a one year and go over to AEW. Come on now. For what? For what real reason? Because, like, realistically... Outside of money. I Exactly. He's got a lot of... Yeah, he's fine. He do movies. He about to be in um the Percy Jackson movie. Yeah. Like, he, he's fine. But, realistically, who's he going to really fuck with over there outside of, like, probably Jericho and, like, one or two other people aside from Christian? Christian, Brian, the people he's fought already right. before. Right. I want to see them fight. I'll go watch when they was fighting 10, 15 years ago and they was younger and could move yeah. better. Yeah. See yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth it. Nah. It wouldn't be worth it. But see, the, the thing, the other thing, uh, this man talking about he was afraid for his life. Now, uh, you were scared of CM Punk, bro. You, you admitted <laughs> to the whole world you was afraid of a dude who got tickled in the octagon. <laughs> it happened. I will say I read this morning um, from uh, Wade Keller on a pro wrestling talk. Oh, that's Tony. That uh, oh, usually, but uh, yeah, no. This morning, uh, apparently Tony was telling people that something happened behind the scenes, behind closed doors, and that's where this quote came from that he was afraid for his life. So basically, he trying to say that. When nobody was watching, Punk just turned into a serial killer and wanted to just put this man in the upstairs room quick. But I'm still calling Cat. And it's funny, too, because I've seen some tweets after that quote, like not even an hour after he came out to talk to people on stage. Uh, two people I love listening to because they they old and they just ridiculous. Uh, Cornette and Vince Rousseau. <laughs> Dang. Both had both had some interesting tweets. I'm not gonna read all of Vince's because his oh, shit. I've seen what Cornette said. Yeah, yeah. Talking about he's <laughs> out of 50 years that he's been in this business that's filled with exaggeration and hyperbole. He said, "I've never heard a single line of dialogue containing more stunning, awe-inspiring, metric fuckton of unadulterated bullshit in my life." That's what I heard. <laughs> Hey, that, that tweet was so funny to me because I read it in Cornette voice. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, Russo was bu- bugging because he just started going into a whole other story talking about how Luna Vashon once physically went right through me to get to Sonny. 
He said, I thought Luna was going to kill me too. Like, come on now. Hey, no, listen. I'd be more scared of Luna back then than Funk, though. Right. But I, listen, That's I don't different. even think, I don't even buy that story because, like, listen, why, how are you conveniently always in the room when some shit goes down? Like, Luna probably did do that shit, but I don't know if Vince was really there. It depends he might have heard where that it happened shit. at. If it was in Gorilla, he'd probably beat it. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably true. But yeah, who knows? It's, it's but nah, that, that was you never knows. That, exactly, exactly. Like he, he spin with him is, is crazy. Uh, then late last night, I seen Sports Illustrated. Apparently, they said that they've heard that they should expect the response from CM Punk about uh, his termination at some point in time, which should be a little bit explosive. Cause they didn't they didn't tell him directly that they was letting him go. He found out through his lawyer uh, about the I was termination. Say, did they send him a FedEx on his wedding day? Nah, nah, nah. He got a he got a heads up from his lawyer. Hey, dropped it. They dropped this on my desk. They letting you go. That's how that went down. Hey, at least he got told. Some people don't even get told. Like Chavo just got ghosted. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it, it was bad. It was real bad. Shout out to that discipline committee. Man, look. <laughs> what? Hold on. I read, because I, I skimmed it until I got to the bottom. Then I said, okay, now I got to read this shit over. A discipline committee? Where they at? Ooh. Where they at? Four years. Four years this company been running and operating. And we've seen all manner of shit go down with no real authority going, you know, Taking accountability from anybody. Didn't know they show up the TV to to whoop Sammy ass and then went home. Oh yeah, that was just what was that? Just last year? Oh, last year? Not even. Yeah, like hold on, I'll find out when it was. Like I, I thought, I thought it was like early this year, but no, nah, man, don't sit up here and try to tell me y'all have a discipline committee. Y'all been letting people just do whatever the hell they want to do since day one. Because oh Not well, even a that's year ago. The, I was about to say I, I thought it was year. of last year. Okay, yeah, that sounded about right. Just under a year, but yeah, between and Sammy, Sammy had a bunch of other situations going on too. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was going on. Um, like all this shit with the the the, the Bucks and other people. Mm. Like, bro, you 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 don't have any type of control and yeah. you want to you want to fire people without get addressing the real problems that's going women's locker room like they talk about oh that my god right like everybody was giving lufisto shit. mercedes that shit come on bro. oh my god man like I, I was saying like everybody anybody wanted to get give, get on lufisto because she had this net the third to say right i mean can you really sit up here and say that she was just capping or she was just trying to make drama? Cause I mean, I find it convenient that all these people, like like the signal went up that they all had to make tweets and shit like that in mm-hmm. defense of, of the, the 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 locker room of the people in charge. All it this must other be stuff. the discipline committee you was talking about. It gotta be, cause <laughs> I, I'm telling you right. I want to know who's on this committee. If if, if anybody has that that info like drop it on twitter asap because i want to know who's on the discipline committee i need to know but you know what's funny i thought about like 
this AEW not the only sport business that the cons own and operate. Mm-hmm. Like, they got a they got a soccer team over in the Premier League, and you know they got the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, imagine on the Jaguars, somebody from the practice squad getting up in Trevor Lawrence's face and talking shit. And then Trevor Lawrence got to get physical with whoever that is and yoke him up real quick. And yeah, you, you have to suspend Trevor Lawrence a couple games for disciplinary. Y'all ain't going to fire him and then keep the practice squad player for talking shit. Yeah. That's basically what happened here. I, I'm I'm so glad you said that. I gotta find this shit. Cause uh This has been a long ass segment. Jack, Jack I, I I know, I know, I know. I'm gonna wrap this up, but um Jacksonville, cause Tony Tony uh has a job with the team. He's yeah. uh I think he's what senior vice president of football administration. Oh, yeah, you got a you got a promotion. So yeah. So Unique Ngakwe, who used to play for the team, you know, back when they was like they had that run. Uh, he was he had at him sh- on Twitter. I remember. Back he he did. He did. Um, like something about getting his deal done and stuff like that. And uh, you know, the Tony they, went they, ghost on. It, it was try- exactly. They they went quiet. Didn't work out. And so you know, he went out and he aired him out on Twitter about it. And you know, Tony. Tony had to get all business like, oh, you know, it's a new regime. You know, I thank you for all the contributions. But, uh, you know, tweeting insults at me isn't going to get you traded any faster. It's just about good compensation. So he's like, you should you should direct your efforts into a more productive outlet. So they just went back and forth nonstop because he told him, like, you hiding. You're like, you just you not you're not communicating and everything like that. And this was this was during the pandemic too, right? So it was like it was before AEW. They yeah they like told early you AEW. yeah yeah like the first year in. So you you got y'all got all the the heads up that you needed about Tony and how he does things. This wasn't this wasn't like nothing new. Like real people who are in ownership positions, they don't they don't have those conversations on Twitter. They don't. That's- this man was this playing a part. On Twitter, like Elon, he wrestled exactly. Elon constantly. He got the same stands as Elon. It's yep. his daddy money that he's touting around and and buying up, overpaying for dead purchases. Elon overpaid for Twitter. Tony overpaid for Ring of Honor. They the same motherfucker. <laughs> At the yeah, end man. of the day, they the same it's, person. It, it it's it's like that. It's like that all the time. At least Elon's successful in one of his businesses. Like it, it blows my mind. Like the people, the people that just blindly dick ride AEW and don't realize that, right. like, as great listen, greater roster talent as you have, as great creative minds as you have back there, that don't mean nothing if the dude that's running the whole show can't get his shit together. And it's like, been this was just going the worst example. Five of years of this. Shameless. Don't you get tired of this shit? Actually, <laughs> I get tired of seeing it all the time. Actually, I just make it so I make fun of y'all. 
I, I'm gonna retract what I said earlier. This is actually strike two. Strike one was when Cody left, and that should have told y'all something uh, right there. Right. This is actually strike two. So y'all got to y'all got the strikeout coming real soon. And Cody Cody told point. y'all why he left. Yeah. Y'all might not I, have known, but he told y'all why. I'm about to say I never brought Promo this up before the ladder match. Well, but not even like I never brought it up because I watched the doc, and it got to the point where he said like I don't want this editing out, but. I can't say the reason why I left, but here's the deal. Wasn't about money. Wasn't about booking. Wasn't about creative. So that narrows it down. The fact that he had to say, he can't say why I left probably because there's legal involved. The lawyers. Which I'm hoping Punk don't got no NDA. Oh my God, please don't. He didn't talk to negotiate not having one in the contract. So we might be in for something. But, yeah, but that that's that's got to be something legal. So I'm I'm thinking like it's a conversation that the two of them had, and Tony probably said some real dumb shit or some foul shit, and we just we just had to just cut at that point. That was the camera flash right there. Yeah, had to be. That was the camera flash. Yeah. That's a damn shame. See what happens when we praise AEW on here. I'm telling you, man. all that goodwill get retracted. We praise AEW. Few weeks back, we was talking. Oh man, Collision is wonderful. It is. I have no reason to watch Collision. <laughs> look, I, I I watched I watched all of All In, and it was a good show. Like, yeah. I, I I had like very slight things that I, I would have. A little bit I seen was cool. Like, you know, you know, I yeah. turn it off when the Young Bucks come on. So, wasn't yeah. watching that. Wasn't watching Jericho. That was actually a good match. I was only Her. watching for Osprey. I won't but... ever know, but. <laughs> yeah, I was watching for Will. I didn't really give a fuck. But Jericho, honestly, as much as we might give him shit, for him to be going like that at fifty, I gotta give it to him as a, as an athlete, as a competitor. I like, I <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll say like him keeping up with Osprey and putting on the match like that. I I can't I can't not give him his props for it. It was a, it was a damn good match. But uh, yeah, I was only watching for Osprey though, because that boy nice. Osprey and Y2 January 6th. <laughs> Out here with it. Oh. Shout out to Daniel Bryan. Brian Danielson, my bad. Facts. Use a slave name on accident. My God, bite. He back. Got yes, that sir. arm healed up real quick. Him and Ricky Starks. It should be a good one. Yes, sir. Looking forward to that. Uh let me let me get these out the way right quick so we can talk about payback. We spent a lot of time talking about CM Punk. Shout out to y'all mm. who uh Want us to talk about AEW more? There you go. Yeah. Spent a good 30 minutes on that damn near. Right, listen. No, like 30 minutes. Shit. We we never hated the show. Nah. I, I've always directed it at one person. Until you do right by Big Swole. Man. <laughs> the warning signs a bit. Yeah. I we gonna move on. I, I, this is the yeah, last thing I gotta say. I promise you. I promise the last thing I gotta say. But one thing that y'all are so terrible at is reading red flags. Yeah, and they the have been giving you red time low. I'm telling you, they've been giving you red flags for five, almost five years, yeah. and y'all just refuse to read them. Not me. When I see red, I'm backing the fuck up. Yeah. So I don't know what it's gonna take for some of y'all, but yeah. Wrong kind. Yeah, the wrong types. <laughs> the wrong types. Sheesh, man. Uh, with that being said, you know, I got a little bit more in regards to that, uh, but I ain't going to spend too much time on that. 
uh, in this next segment. Y'all already know what it is, man. Y'all know what time it is. My pack in the air is guess what? These peasants, few peasants. And uh, I'm going to get through this real quick because uh, we got a few peasant of the weeks. Uh, very first peasant of the week, uh, this this man, what does he have to do with wrestling? Well, he has a podcast. He's had a bunch of WWE superstars on there in the past, such as The Undertaker and Bianca Belair. Uh, this man uh, made an appearance at WrestleMania this past year. He's also guest hosted Monday Night Raw in the past. Kevin Hart, bring that ass here, boy. Bring that ass here, boy. Kevin Hart. Shout out to Kevin Hart. Love Kevin Hart, man. It's my guy. Mm-hmm. My guy, at least for the next few weeks or so, is in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, why am I giving Kevin Hart peasant of the week for being confined to a wheelchair? If you don't know, man. this man was uh, at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. He's at a barbecue with a bunch of other celebrities. Yeah, I'm assuming because uh, Stephen Ridley was there. Stephen Ridley, former NFL. Running back, play for my Patriots, won a Super Bowl with us versus the Seahawks. Great game. Check it out if you haven't seen it before. Uh, this man thought he could win a race versus a Super Bowl champion running back. <laughs> he wanted the title of fastest nigga at a barbecue. That's his quote. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Which is a real thing. But Yeah, it, it is a real thing. It is a real thing. But uh, tore up his obliques. Tore up his. No, not his obliques. He's it tore up his abductors, his hip abductors. Yeah. And uh, when he said that, I was like, ooh, man, I know The Rock about to be in his comments. <laughs> about to say. The Rock tore his shit last time we seen him in a ring for real, for real. Right. So he know he a said, lot I, about that. He said, I wrestled John Cena. He, he was in a sprint. What happened? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did it at WrestleMania. You, yeah. He tore up some more stuff. And so uh, apparently... What we do now on this show is give out peasant of the week for people getting injured. So I had to give him this one. <laughs> hey man. So Kevin Hart, we love you. So we all right. Yeah, yeah, we love you though, Kevin Hart. Uh yeah, man. next, next one. Give me this next one up to the stage. Well, packing the edits, guess what? These peasants few my second peasant of the week, and I've been waiting for two weeks to hand this one out. And I love this man, bro. No pause. This guy is a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. Not yet, but he will be at some point. He might even go in there twice. This man definitely going into the video game Hall of Fame. Okay. This man is a former tag team champion in WWE. In TNA Impact, former King of the Ring. Y'all probably know who I'm talking about now. Xavier Woods, bring yeah. that ass here, boy. Bring that yeah. ass here, boy. YouTube, bro. YouTube, bro. This man pulled up. This man pulled up with the extensions. Yeah. This man pulled up with the, the braid extensions. This man pulled up with some box braids on Monday Night Raw. You know, I was gonna let it slide. He pulled up with the box braids. 
you know, then he pulled up the very next week and he still had him in. I mean, this is some shameful shit. I couldn't believe it. This man pulled up with the set it off braids. Yeah. Them What's damn Jada Pinkett's. What's Fuck going on here, man? This man pulled up with the lady from Jimmy Neutron braids. <laughs> Maxine Shaw, attorney at law looking ass braid. Here I go like mystical looking ass braid. God damn. God damn, bro. I couldn't believe it. I thought he had four locks at first. I was really about to get mad. Yeah, that the first, the second I seen that, I'm just like, Ed from Good Burger looking ass braid. Yes, sir. For sure. I ran like, out of peace. I'm sorry, bro. That shit is distracting me. You can't be doing this. It was. I'm glad. It, listen, this man got a, a cervical injury for all his troubles. So I'm like, I'm sitting up here. Cause I, I remember the night. I'm like, we sitting up here. We supposed to be getting hyped that Kofi is back, and I'm distracted by your braided lace front on top of right. your head. Like, <laughs> I can't do this shit. Come on, fam. Yeah, that's wild. Don't do that again, please. Please <sighs> don't do that again. Xavier Woods. Pray to God you don't drop that shit. Don't do it, Playboy. <laughs> And uh, oh, last but not least, I got one more. I got one. packing the edits, guess what? Peasants, few peasants. That's crazy. It should just skip. They must not want me to hand this one out. Because <laughs> you know who it's going to. You know who it's going to. We all know who it's going to. Hashtag you niggas. That ass here, boy. Y'all bring that. Bring it here. Bring it here. Now I'm, I'm done going in depth with the explanations. I'm gonna just tell y'all what y'all did and move on. First right. offense. Y'all reactions to the CM Punk Wembley stuff. Oh man, but like, y'all know how to go overboard. I don't have words anymore. I really don't. No. Uh, second offense. This all in this past week. Mm-hmm. Second offense on Wednesday. I logged on Twitter. I don't watch Dynamite. I told I said I wasn't offering in-depth explanations. I offer a little bit of an explanation. Uh, I was watching Dynamite on Wednesday. I, I I just lied. No, I wasn't. Uh I was on Twitter after Dynamite and I seen a clip from the main event. I'm assuming it was a main event. Uh Orange Cassidy and Pentagon for the AW International Championship. Yeah. I seen Orange Cassidy hit a Canadian destroyer on Pentagon. Facts. You know, a Canadian destroyer, you see it all the time, unfortunately. Uh, I know Petey Williams out here feeling like Oppenheimer. Hey, what have <laughs> I done? Yeah, he hit a Canadian destroyer, but damn, Pentagon got right back up and hit a Canadian destroyer on Orange Cassidy. And now I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Not even one second later, Orange Cassidy hits this man with another Canadian destroyer. This shit was stupid, bro. Mm-hmm. This match, this this move finished matches for right. years, for like 15 years. This was one of the most dangerous, protected finisher moves ever. Because it was all you needed to hit. It was. And I I never seen anybody do it before. 
if I'm wrong, I might be wrong. I don't, I don't think Petey Williams got it from anybody. So from, as far as I know, it's an original move. Yeah. And damn, to damn with this damn move. Y'all, y'all ruined it. I see it all the time. Right. I got into it with some wrestlers on Twitter in regards to this the other hmm. day. I didn't get into it. I just said what I had to say, and he said what he had to say, and I I didn't respond. But y'all, y'all, I can't really justify three straight Canadian destroyers. I just can't. Also, I'm old school, too, so, like, you know, I don't like y'all taking the super kick from Shawn Michaels and making yeah. it stupid. I, I hate the way that that's been diluted over yeah. a long time now. The super kick... Like- at least the last decade. Even the DDT. The DDT used to be a finish. Right. Now for the when DDT Jake... to be considered a finisher, you got to modify it. You got yeah. to do the dirty deeds slash paradigm shift or something. Like, yeah, when, when Jake did it, he was finished. Facts. Was Even the powerbomb. You know, the powerbomb used to be a finisher. Hell yeah. Like it, I mean, Gunther, you know, got a regular old powerbomb being a finisher now, but like, even then, you had to modify the power bomb to make it seem different. Yeah. Everybody doing power bombs and it's not finishing moves. Now you got Kevin Nash got to modify his power. I'm bomb. about to say Kev had to dump you <laughs> for yeah. it to be a finish. Like the Batista bomb, that's a different. Like the Razor's Edge, that's mm-hmm. a different type of power bomb. The Last Ride, like you got to yeah. modify these moves now. Like shout to Gunther bringing back the real power bomb. And the Last Ride used to shake you up something crazy. Like oh yeah. Kurt, Kurt, one of them episodes on his podcast, he was going a little too much into detail, but oh, he do that all the time. <laughs> it, it apparently it shake your bowels up <laughs> when you take the moves. So, yeah, it's like that. And then a uh, third offense, you niggas, man. It's three offenses. Uh, I I don't feel like pulling the tweet up, man. But you know, we talked about it earlier in the episode. Bray Wyatt passed away, and uh. I forgot to mention we were talking about Bray. This is one of my things I liked about the uh, tribute episode on SmackDown. Yeah. It was like, you remember the Eddie one? They just, you know, even, you know, even Owen, they sat him down, did these testimonials throughout the episode. It was sad. Right. Y'all didn't have to do that. It's social media nowadays. We can just show what y'all tweeted yeah. and, and move on. <laughs> it's it's a That's lot it. less uh, sad. And mm-hmm. we were able to kind of have a normal show. For the most part, uh, for the Bray Wyatt and Terry Funk tribute, but right. bruh, why, 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 why do people? And it's not even just limited to wrestling fans. It's just people. Whenever somebody famous passes away, why do normal people feel entitled to the grief of the people who knew the person who passed away? Mm. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know, bro. Like I, I listen to Nip like almost every day, Nipsey Hustle. Mm-hmm. Like literally almost every day. Hell when yeah. Nip passed away, everybody's like, everybody, y'all knew the people you know who knew Nipsey, like Snoop and even like his girl Lauren London. Y'all want to know what Lauren London was? What I was feeling so bad <laughs> in the weeks and months after her spouse passed away. Right. Why? Why do we feel entitled to grief? So the fact that you got one of Bray's co-workers, the, the face of the company, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, and he goes on Instagram, new kick alert. 
drop some right. new kicks on y'all. And y'all say, well, why didn't he say anything about Bray? They're oh. supposed to be the face of the company. Like, why, like, why, do, why, do, why do Roman Reigns owe y'all a eulogy of his co-workers? Like, what? What right. sense do that make? I don't care. Listen, seeing seeing all the eulogies and, and, the, and the tributes to Bray from everybody on Twitter, it was cool. Everybody on Instagram, it was cool. Okay? At a certain point, that shit gets draining. And so you got to stay off Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You got to stay off of, of social media. Like somebody, somebody you know passed away, you will usually stay off social media because you don't want to see it. Right. You know what I mean? I seen that I seen that uh alert about two four in the helicopter. I logged off of all the internet. I shut my phone down because <laughs> I didn't want to see Ooh. nothing. So like, why do why do y'all feel entitled to the, the grief of other people? That's weird to me, bro. Yeah. That that pisses me off. Cause I, I saw that. I, I saw I saw what you retweeted too. But there's two reasons. Number one, uh, for somebody who takes the gimmick as serious as he does, right? He's not going to put himself in a position to to break character. Look vulnerable. Yeah. Because he grew up in the business. The real person, exactly. The real person might really like be affected by it. I'm sure he is. That doesn't mean the on-screen persona has to bleed into it and automatically, you know, uh, meet your approval for what you you suppose you expect him to do. But the second reason, and this is the most important, you don't have to go to the show. They canceled all the plans. You didn't have to show up at all. The people who wanted to be there, who wanted to pay tribute to their friend, who wanted to speak on his behalf, they showed up. Right. If you didn't want to work that show, you didn't have to get that show because it's an extenuating circumstance. We lost someone in our family. Take the time. We I, we just said it when we were talking about Bray. Take the time to be to yourself. Take the time to yourself. Seth Rollins didn't do any of those shows. Seth Rollins, Seth just worked the show, what, I think two days after, mm-hmm. but he didn't come to SmackDown because it was open for everybody. Eric wasn't even signed to the company. He was there because that yeah. was his friend. But y'all, y'all had this thing where it's like, like you said, like you feel that we're entitled to something. We're not. Like Seth, Seth was hurt, man. Like that, that, that yeah. got me when I seen his video because it's like I didn't even watch yeah. it. I seen Seth had a, a five minute video. I did not watch. Yeah, it, it got he just me. Looked a wreck. Yeah, because it's like his whole thing was I wanted to go, I wanted to be there, but then I thought back to the fact that when Brody happened. And I was messed up about that. Bray was just like, yo, go hug your little girl, man. Go be with your family. So it's like, that's what I feel like I need to do. Like three days before Brody passed too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, as soon as that happened, he's saying like, I feel like that's why I need to be right now. I feel like I need to go do that because I'm not okay, basically. Right. So yeah, like you can't put a gauge on how people react to this grief. You can't. Y'all tripping. Oh my God. I'm gonna say. So I can't. Enjoy this. Uh which one is this at this point? Five? This is the fifth time. 
Yeah, I'm about to say we we ran the quota. <laughs> yeah, we we hit the original quota. It took till September yeah. because I was holding back. You know, we had listen. Ever since the pandemic, it's been supply chain issues. So it's been mm-hmm. a lot of delays in getting materials. So you know, you listen. If 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 you got something broken in your house and you can't get the part for it. Ain't waiting for the part to come from China. I had to wait for the new, you know, I had to wait for the shipping to come through. Yeah, man. So I was I was holding off. I could have been gave y'all more than five months ago. I'm about to say, like this, there's plenty. Just know I'm ordering, I'm ordering the grip next year. Oh man. Inventory gonna be good still, next year. We still we still got three months to go. <laughs> right. Like, I still got a whole bunch that I ordered for this year. And it's I'm just, putting the order for next year. Don't we just don't putting trip. out we just putting out the most the most egregious offenses. Y'all have just been beside yourselves. Absolutely. Every day is strange. But uh I know we a little bit over time here. Shout out to CM Punk. So I'm gonna just keep <laughs> this one real simple. Uh what well, we watched this past week. My man's over here watched a little bit of 04. Uh Take about a minute to tell us uh, what you saw in 04. That was uh, a lot of bit, but unacceptable. Oh this, man, for this year, for this era. Man, man, listen, listen. Um, I done gone from like right before Great American Bash, so I just went on a run and just like it was nonstop. Went through there, um, Vengeance, then uh, SummerSlam 04. You know, Randy and Redacted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Something I just caught up just the other day, or today, matter of fact. Uh, you remember the Diva search? Yes. The first, the first one they ever had. Uh, a lot of that I was skipping. Crystal Marshall like, was in that. Was she? Yeah. The first one. Yeah, the, the very first one. Huh. I, don't, I might have to check that back. Well, like a lot of that shit, I was skipping because I wasn't really like messing with it like that. Like they had one. Um, there was one where the rock showed up for to do the pie thing. By the way, yeah, the I'm glad I remember that. They did. Hmm. The week before, the one, the one I just watched, it was the week before that. Let me tell you something. Before the rock was really doing it in Hollywood, I need to know who his stylist was, and we need to have a conversation because oh, this no, man it, came it, out. The man was dressing terribly. This man came out with the baggy jeans and Tim's and a tank top that was his neck was so stressed it was like out here. It was white and oh, baggy. Yeah. I know, like, I know what fit you talking about. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, bro, listen. Nasty. Like, I know, I know you wasn't the guy in Hollywood yet, but come on, fam. <laughs> like, you had a career I mean, in the ring. Let's be fair though. This swag ain't that much better now. I mean, it's better than that shit. <laughs> you see, no, nah, hold on. You seen what this man wore to the Billboard Awards, I or did, was it the I Grammys? Did. One of them award shows that why. It, it was some it award been show. Grammys. I was wondering why The Rock is here because The Rock yeah. doesn't make music. Yeah, it was um, probably Grammys. <laughs> and I've I seen this. He had like this pink, like this bright, hot pink, silky shirt on. Yeah, okay. but that, but see, that that's because he's making too much money. Yeah. Because see, when you make too much money, you just let people start just getting in any kind of shit they want to put on you. Like and like, oh, this is going to look great. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that may be tripping. Uh, anyway, before I get off topic, yeah. so they had uh, they down to the final four, the one I just watched, right? And Stacy's out here, and she said we're gonna do a little segment called "This the Diva." So I got a live mic, and I want each of you 
to diss every contestant in under, I think it's like 20 seconds. You got 20 seconds, you got diss every contestant. Man, these women were saying some shit on live TV that I'm sitting up here like, I know this is 2004 and it's TV 14, but bruh, y'all, y'all was really wilding. I mean, it sounded so personal calling them out. You gutter sluts and you don't know shit about TV and having a dick in your mouth and everything don't don't make you a, a pro a, a performer. Like, yo, huh? <laughs> I was they not prepared all for none of that. That bro, I'm telling you, I j- I just watched it today. I, I'm about to watch it back. Damn. Like, they was really tripping. Like, it, it sounded like they had some real cooked. beef. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. They sound like they had some, they sound like they had some real beef. They're like, oh, you talk all this shit, and you don't know shit. Like Okay. Somebody was talking somebody, somebody was talking about Shorty's gap. You can run a, a train through her gap in her teeth. Hey, like, like I'm telling you, bro, it was like they was going in. I'm like, yo, Hold I on. know we're we're not at the point where we're TVPG yet, but yo. Oh yeah, I'm, this is crazy. I'm about to post that on TikTok, man. I might, <laughs> I might find that, post that. Be like, yo, they used to be wilding back in the day. Uh, but yeah, a couple yeah. weeks ago, I, I started back my NXT rewatch, my takeover rewatch. Took about a month or so off, so I'm not gonna finish that by the end of the year. I can guarantee it, but I'll mm-hmm. try. I'll try. Uh, I watched the Bishop Sycamore doc. Oh, that I got was a, crazy. I gotta load that up. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. That is a lesson in narcissism. If I've never seen one before, that's, yeah, that's what right. it is. Uh, it, it was Bishop Sycamore Day the other day, too. So. Oh, man. Yeah. And then uh, I had to take it back to the streets. State property. I watched state property this past week. Ooh. Beans, man. Beanie Siegel, basically everybody from Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. Jay. Jay can't act. Dame is hilarious. Bean's hilarious. State Property is a classic movie. And then, uh, you know, I talked about Payback 2020. Uh, Roman Reigns beat The Fiend and Braun Strowman. So I watched the, I just watched the last two matches. Um, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy versus the Mysterios. Dominic. Yeah. Dominic got swole in the last three years. He really he did. did. And, uh, and also the main event. Check that out. That's really all I wanted to see. I don't know what else happened on the show, and I don't really care. That was a pandemic. Was a tough time, man. It was. They had the Thunderdome by that point, though. At least, so it was. It wasn't healthy. as bad. But yeah, it, it it was all right once you got to the Thunderdome. But uh, we watched Payback 2023 this year, though. That was yesterday, and uh, hosted by John Cena, the goat. He is back for the next two months, cause. He don't got nothing to do. He's on strike. <laughs> what to say? Like, writer strike in full effect, man. Writer strike, actor strike. He don't got nothing to do. So take notes. Uh, it quick. It quickly turned who? from. It quickly turned from. Okay, we got this date. You are gonna see him, and then he'll be gone. To now, he coming to India with us. Right now, he gonna be here for another month. <laughs> Extended stay, like crazy. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it either. He the goat. Facts. So, uh, we start off uh, with another goat versus another goat. 
Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus in a steel cage. Uh, first, I'm gonna give my grade A. Might even give it an A plus if I go watch it back. But uh, they 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 got like twenty something minutes, twenty minutes that they weren't getting at SummerSlam. So that that decision looks a lot better as time goes on. Yep. Maybe it wasn't so crazy. Uh, Trish Strat is taking those bumps, and she like 47, 48 years old. Insane. Uh, Zoe Stark interferes, and she's not supposed to be there, but she's there anyway. Adam Pierce don't know how to do his job and be an authoritative figure. So <laughs> people going to do what they going to do. Uh, that wasn't nothing for the man, though. Becky Lynch overcame the two-on-one odds, and uh, – I'm going to tell y'all right now. Zoe Stark, she a Hall of Famer in my eyes. She in the Vegas Wrestling Hall of Fame. So don't be tripping if I call her a legend in the Hall of Famer because I'm going to have to tell y'all why. But uh, overcame the two-on-one odds, hit a manhandle slam on Trish from the top of the cage, and uh, Becky Lynch got the win. Trish Stratus is mad as hell. She irritated. She slaps the shit out of Zoe Stark. You know, we don't play that shit in Vegas, man. Nah, man. Zoe Stark hit her with the Z360, took off the thank you Trish shirt, said, fuck you, I'm out of here. What's next for Zoe Stark and Trish? We going to get a program or or is that it for Trish? We ain't going to see her no more. See, I don't know. Like, when you get that standing O, you know, after a run, like, that's always a signal. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they don't need to, like, I think Zoe being like with her this whole time has been doing just that much. Yeah. And Zoe's already like I, I've been said that she got the rocket on her as it is. So all we all we'd be doing is just putting some some extra jet fuel in it. Um I wouldn't mind seeing it, but we could move Zoe into something else. Like we could, yeah. you know, start seeing I, I don't know if this means that she's turning or if she's just if she's just staying here, just doing her own thing. But I mean, she got some people that she could work with. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of people that ain't been getting used on that show. Mm-hmm. So we ain't seen Shayna since a week or so. Unless I ain't been watching, I don't pay attention that much. So have we seen Shayna since the night after SummerSlam? I don't think so. That's crazy. Like she had that one match where her she her eye was still jammed up. Mm-hmm. But, but no, yeah, I mean, crazy. Zoe did something with like Candice and and Indy few weeks back you can mm-hmm. definitely insert them into the rotation whenever because they've been gone forever so i'm about to say you haven't been using them like that either and uh what's what's next for becky what she got to do oh she going to nxt oh that, yeah uh, that whole backstage oh, uh, thing uh, with, uh, with Tiff. Uh, hold on oh, all right all right we'll <laughs> oh, talk about that uh yeah absolutely what you think of this match though what's what grade you get Oh yeah, definitely A plus. Like yeah. when when you gotta when you going out there, you, you can tell the matches where they want to make a statement. Like, you know, y'all kept us off the show, so yeah. This 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 is what you missed. Those is always the best matches. Like you said already, Trish damn near fifty doing this type of shit in a steel cage when you know it wasn't but fifty with two kids. Facts. Like I mean it wasn't it's only been about what six, seven years that women have been doing steel cages, hell in a cell, ladder matches. Yeah. It's like it was not that long ago that we wasn't even doing this. And my I mean, back in like oh three, they had a couple. 
but yeah, Trish broke out the like, widow's peak. Yeah, man. Victoria for Hall of Fame. Exactly. Exactly. And that 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 uh that shot that she took to her forehead, man. Bruh. I mean, they was they was going at it. They was letting it all out. So I mean, yeah, those those matches is always top top notch for me. So I give it a plus. You see that uh clip of Trish telling dude shut the fuck up in the front row? I heard something. Oh, I'm and it was like, yo, what was that? I'm a city. But yeah, shout out to Trish. Oh shit. Uh, shout out to, to Becky. Shout out to Zoe. Shout out to everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Um I'm assuming TJ produced it. So oh, shout, yeah. shout out to TJ. About to say, yeah, we, we know the deal already. Yeah. Shout out to them guys. Uh next up we get uh, the host of payback, John Cena, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Shout out to John Cena. I wasn't ready for the play to Paul, you know, Paul Hammond. So excuse me, <laughs> players fuck up. But uh anyway, John Cena comes out and he's like, yo, I mean, this is my first time being a host of anything in WWE. This is fun. I can insert myself as a referee for matches if I want to. And so he took the initiative to do just that. He said, I'm gonna be the referee for LA Knight versus the Miz. You know, of course, the Miz came down there and was like, hold on, fam. What you got going on? Mm-hmm. I do the hosting around here. That's my job. Thanks. Didn't I beat you at WrestleMania? What are you doing here? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, no, this this match, though, I, I enjoyed the match. It was got a lot of time, a lot more time than I thought. Shout out to the Miz. I put the Miz on a pedestal whenever I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Shout out to this guy. Uh, him and LA Knight had an incredible match. I'm going to give it an A minus, maybe a B plus, depending on how I feel tomorrow. Uh, this whole feud with LA Knight, I think, is, has given LA Knight a, a boost. Uh, shout out to the Miz. Oh, yeah. That's what he do. That's what he do. Um, came out there with the cosplay on Monday. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. I think he is undefeated in a cosplay. Yeah. At this point, he's got to be because he did rock. Um, he did. They he thought did he was Cena. Rock for real. Yeah, no, for like a split second, he would have had me. Like, because them ball caps, them ball caps, they don't do it a lot. Like, Kev did it last year. Yeah. And it, it, it was Miz doing So it don't happen that often. So when they do it, and the way he did it, it was like, it was perfect. Yeah, man. Yeah. But no, he really looked like LA Knight, though. Yeah. Like that was especially insane. now that like he been he he been he been trying to get a little stocky lately. So I mean, oh yeah, he, he been a little swole the last three four years. So he been getting up. Mm-hmm. It might be some of that dad weight too. Yeah, he got. I mean, he got to learn how to fight at yeah, some point. Facts. In time. <laughs> 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 facts. Like, a lot. Listen, a lot of a lot of y'all got to learn how to fight. Man, <laughs> Bakazi. Well, I'm about to say, I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> Ludwig Kaiser at this point. Man. Oh, that's crazy. But he Seth, probably Rollins, Seth Rollins, you safe. You cool. <laughs> I respect Seth Rollins. Man. I, I, I respect Montez Ford, too. I respect the troops. I'm about to say, man, Tez, no. Tez probably can't fight. 
Yeah, he also probably can fight too. I'm about to say he like Marine. Like Jimmy Uso, uh, he can fight. Uh, I'm gonna let this slide. He got cousins. I'm gonna say Jimmy been fighting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, what grade? What grade you giving this match? Uh, uh, I went up to B plus. Uh, it, it was good. Like I wasn't like too much into it. I honestly, I was so focused in it, I kind of forgot for a minute until like the, the the spots where they got involved with that that scene with the ref. Like until yeah. they was like getting on in his face, like that's how it should be. Yeah. So I mean, like they they was they was playing that real good. I don't know where we going next because they was teasing a lot of tension with you know old goat L A and Cena in yeah. L A. Like I might need to see it. I don't know if he gonna be around for a while. For the promos alone, I'm gonna need to see it. Facts. Yeah, I'm gonna need to see that. Uh, yeah. Next match, and I don't really got too much to say about this, but uh, for the U S. title. Rey Mysterio, Austin Theory. Uh, Rey Mysterio got the dub here. Match was cool. I just, I didn't care that much about it. Uh, And there's nothing against, like, Austin Theory. I I don't talk down on Theory like the rest of the internet do. But, I mean, I haven't cared about Austin Theory in about a year now. Yeah, it's crazy. Since since Vince stopped booking Austin Theory, I haven't really cared about him. Uh, I mean, y'all might as well let him and Grayson just continue to, to be a unit. I think that might be what's best for him. Like, get some of Grayson's heat. That might be it. Might be what we have to do, right? Because, yeah, I know I've been saying this for a while. I don't know where we kind of been dropping the ball on this dude. Because, I mean, not to not to go here, but when Vince was still around, he was getting plenty. Yeah, and now it's just like we just don't know how to what direction to take him in. And I mean, he's young, but we don't want to lose all the momentum because like the whole the u.s title scene wasn't doing it for me for a while and that's because he wasn't seeing them enough right so and i don't know why you got this on ray if we're not just gonna i mean i'm just ready for santos to turn on ray that's been inevitable ever since yeah whenever ray was backstage and santos like introduced himself to him with the rest of the the legato mm-hmm Ever since then, I was just like, yo, I don't trust him. I don't know. Because I, I, I honestly, I didn't trust him in NXT when he still had the mask on and he turned. Yeah. So, like, like he, he already set the precedent. And I know he wants to be the greatest luchador. He wants to be the next great luchador. The best right. way to do that is go up against the, the GOAT. So, I'm saying, like, the whole face turn in general never made sense to me like that because I don't think that. His best work is inevitable. Face. Yeah. They already they already plant the seeds. Go back and watch. When was that? Was it was it just Friday or was it maybe like a week ago when Grayson Waller had the Grayson mm. Waller effect with Ray Mysterio? They yeah, already plant the seeds. Yeah. When he was Grayson Waller was like, "What are you guys co champions?" And then Santos yeah. was sitting there looking like, "Shit, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the sole champion soon." Right. Don't trust that man. What grade are you giving this match? I'm gonna give it a B. I I went yeah I went B, cause uh, I mean it's 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 about the same. Like I just we we know we know Mysterio worked virtually anybody, um, and like if I'd be more invested, like I said, if you know we were doing more for theory at this point. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, next up backstage, we got Kathy Kelly with Becky Lynch and uh, Tiffany Stratton, NXT Women's Champion, walks up on her and, you know, has a Tiffany epiphany, talks her mm. shit, basically, you know, gives out a, a non-apology for, you know, recognizing or, or not recognizing, rather. I don't know what to say, but she she recognized <laughs> Becky Lynch as a former NXT Women's Champion a few weeks ago. And Becky Lynch was just like, I've never been NXT Women's Champion yet. Got me confused with somebody else. Mm-hmm. That yet stuck out to me. So, like I said, Becky might be going to NXT. Facts. Tiffany, Tiffany's uh, boots, they're getting a little bit too tight don't get crazy her. yeah so let's 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 chill out mm-hmm. now nah, becky becky music gonna hit after the match on tuesday and performance center gonna go crazy so oh man I you already that. know next up and this was my match of the night for uh for more reasons than one uh for the undisputed tag team championships a steel city street fight judgment day versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. The Judgment Day consisting of Finn Balor and Damian Priest. And uh, A++ on this one. It was an homage to, to Pittsburgh. They were in Pittsburgh and we had terrible towels. We had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens wearing Penguins jerseys, which could have sworn these two were Canadians fans. <laughs> Sami Zayn just out here team hopping again. Amen. Twice in one year, huh? Mm-mm-mm. Canadians and hockey, you know, they just they just go all over the place. Apparently, you know how that goes. Uh, we get Dominic showing up, and shout out to Dominic. My man was out here like playoff Rondo tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, doing all the little things, being a good team Dom player. Was some, he was doing some work, man. Came out there, it was three on two right now. And uh, they go crazy with it. Got a swanton bomb in the crowd from Kevin Owens off of the top of the ledge. Reminded me of Jeff Hardy at the Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden in 2000. Yeah. Like, the same part of the arena. It's a different arena, though, but same, like, area. Like, the balcony-ish type of... Yeah, yeah something like that. There. It's like where, like... like- the spot that Seth hit when he was doing them, yeah, also, uh, yeah, was matches with Evolution. Yeah. Like they was high up like that. Shout out to the photographer. He got some. It was a couple of photographers they had. Great, great shots of that Swanton bomb. So shout mm-hmm. out to you. Uh, we got Grand Slam Finn Balor because of Judgment Day get the win here. Uh, Rhea Ripley shows up. So did the big head hater. He showed up too, and uh, it was a five yeah. on two. It was basically uh. You know, 2016, 2016 finals. Yeah. It's five on two. <laughs> it was my match of the night. I could argue match of the year because it was great. It's, it's okay. I, I was very sports entertained. I haven't reacted to a match like that probably since, honestly, every Judgment Day involved match this year, I've reacted similar right just been very sports entertained uh shout out to Sami Zayn taking that l 
well deserved. <laughs> yeah, a plus 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 for me, man. What you give this match? I, I give it. I give it a plus too. Like it was one of those. Like I wasn't expecting to get too much into it, but then we started like turning up a lot. Like I know, I just know Kevin Sammy was watching all in, and they was calling each other like watching that stadium stampede. Like we gotta like we gotta build off of this. We gotta do something crazy when we had this match. So a lot of that like that extra sports entertainment, you know, added, you know, element to it was like, they used that to turn this up. And you know, Kaz got to jump off of some shit. So when he did that, I'm like, okay, yeah, we off, we off there now. (laughs) Like at this point, whatever happens, happens. And honestly, I was surprised to see Judgment Day win because I'm like, you know, the way they've been teasing that, that tension and stuff like that. I'm like, I feel like this is going to be like one of the things that may push somebody over the edge. And it's like, they said, nah, nah, fam, we going, the the bloodline is the only one around here that's going to have all of it. You know what I'm saying? That And that was a, that was a smart move. Honestly. That's why I thought Judgment Day was going to lose. Cause like, they're going to, they're going to do this faction holding all the gold thing again. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I ain't mad at it. No. Don't forget Damian Priest got the money in the bank. So they could eventually get something else. I was, I was watching close. I was paying attention. Yeah. I thought so too. <laughs> I thought so too, but maybe not right now. Thanks. Not right now. Uh, next up, we got the the Grayson Waller effect featuring. I got a question for you, Reed. Talk to me. How many royal families does wrestling have? A wise man once said that wrestling has more than one royal family. They do, and uh, we saw one of them royal family members, Cody Rhodes. Is mm-hmm. a guest on the Grayson Waller effect, and and Cody was basically like, oh, "We could do the cliche thing, but that ain't my style." So I'm gonna just uh, introduce the newest member of the Raw roster. He can be the guest on the show, and uh, the newest member of the Raw roster is Jay Uso. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So apparently uh, they are on separate brands. Apparently there are separate brands. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes still got some hurt feelings about WrestleMania, so he, he just looked at Jay was like, "Just business, fam. It's all good." <laughs> Wonder what type of business we talking about here. Uh, give me a second, and I'll provide a theory. But Grayson Waller starts talking his shit to Jay Uso. Jay Uso ain't say nothing. Just get his man a super kick. Right mm-hmm. to the jaw. Shout out to Grayson Waller too. Hopping on Twitter. Just <laughs> a can of the Pepsi. <laughs> got a can of Pepsi. And he said, This man just assaulted me on my own show. Fire him. And I was just like, I seen the caption. I was like, yo, man's is wilding. But then I seen the picture. I looked closer at the picture and I was like, yo, man's is wilding. <laughs> What's wrong with bro? Mm-mm-mm. Y'all still hate Grayson? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they find ways to do it, man. Yeah, they, they find, find ways, ways to do it. eventually. That Everybody was clever. <laughs> it was. I, I, I give him style points for that cleverness, though. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was just rocking like Jay, Jay came up there with the Rick James, like nice place, nigga, knocking his shit over, <laughs> knocked all his shit over, bro. <laughs> took the vocals oh, off the man. track. Took Jimmy vocals off the track. Yeah, man. It's. It's really over. Hey, Jimmy got some new heat too, though. He do. 
I heard like, like that. listen, I heard it all just like, who the fuck is this? Right. <laughs> I didn't know. I see Jimmy Uso in the top. I was like, oh, he got his own music now. Okay. And it's slap. It, it, it's low key harder than day one ish. Yeah. I'm going to have to hear it a few more times, but just like, because day one ish ain't as hard no more with Jimmy off of. Yeah. Like the remix ain't hitting like the, like the OG. So Jimmy Uso might have a better song right now. But uh, I got a theory though, man. And well, Cody Rose, it kind of seemed like Cody Rose was was giving Grayson the old, you know, I'll see you around. But why is Cody gonna see Grayson Waller around? Are they on the same show now? Probably. Did we just get a trade for Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes? That's what I think happened. I think Honestly. that happened too. I think Jay Uso. Say, you know what? Fuck the bloodline. I'm going to hit the bloodline where it hurts. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, Adam Pierce. I ain't coming back to SmackDown. You can send me over to Raw, though. Adam Pierce. Oh, you know, I can't do that. Uh, it has to be an official trade. I know the perfect person, Oos. Cody Rolls over there. He want to finish the story. Yeah. There Fuck you the go. bloodline. Adam Pierce said, well, it is official. Looking ass. <laughs> so yeah there you go. that's my theory Cody Rose is on the Smackdown roster now we don't gotta worry about him getting that world heavyweight title he already told y'all what belt he wanted yeah like let, let's not one... act like we didn't hear him correctly the first time yeah like, and it was I, business I was... like he said yo what yeah. I'll, I'll respect you cause it's business right Honestly, up until up until he said the Raw roster, I'm thinking that he was about to announce that he was moving to SmackDown. Yeah. I thought so, too. But yeah, apparently not. Swerve. It's all right. Big swerve. Uh, That should be interesting. And Mm -hmm. Jay Uso on Monday Night Raw should be interesting, too. Hell yeah. I'm with that. We can have him beat set. (sighs) Maybe. I wouldn't be mad at it. No, he, he got some matches he could have over there. He, he could probably be the yeah. one to beat Gunther. I'm about to say, like, yeah, he technically said no American. I mean. Jay Uso is from California. <laughs> there you go. The American is American get. Right. Shout out to Big Uso, man. Next up for the Women's World Championship. This was better than I thought it was going to be, man. Rhea Ripley and Raquel Rodriguez, or as Corey Graves slipped up and called her Raquel Gonzalez. I do sometimes too. Don't worry. Listen, players it, fuck it, up. It was it was it was like that for a while. Yeah, so. players fuck up. <laughs> Be great for me though. This is it was good. It got a good amount of time. Uh, this is Raquel's best showing since NXT. Like I don't think she's had a showing this well on the main roster yet. Yeah, and she needed a boost. Honestly. Because I was going to not care about Raquel for a minute. I mm. haven't cared since her and uh, her and Dakota broke off in NXT. I haven't really cared. So she needs this boost. Y'all can run this match back at Fastlane, and I wouldn't be mad at it. Uh, Dominic showed up. Like I said, playoff Rondo. Showed back oh, up yeah. again and asserted himself. The man was working. This is, this is a good match, man. What grade are you giving this? Um... Honestly, I'll probably go like C. 
Like, okay. I feel like there was like a lot they could build off of there. Oh, uh, they didn't. It didn't quite hit the way I thought it was going to. Like, like it, it was solid. I won't say like it was bad or nothing like that. It was just like I don't know. I was. I feel like I was waiting for something that like it didn't quite get to yet. Yeah. But like if they like I said if they run it back and you know I'll probably change my mind a little bit. But um, it was definitely the you know the it was good for not just Raquel but Rhea finally like not having somebody that she can just beat down physically because mm-hmm. you know she's usually bigger than the people that she's in the ring with. Now it's like you got somebody on the level that you gotta like really work at to beat. So yeah, I, I, I was with, I was good with it. Yeah, shout out to them putting on a fantastic C C B match. It was some of the best average match work I've seen in a minute, though. So I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It was good. Uh next up we got uh Lance Catamaran. <laughs> y'all don't know who Lance Catamaran is. That's uh y'all y'all ain't watch uh y'all ain't watch Southpaw Pro Wrestling. On the WWE network. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. he was a backstage interviewer. <laughs> he looked strikingly similar to John Cena. Uh, mm-hmm. but he's back there with uh the new tag team champions, the Judgment Day. And uh all the Judgment Day had to say was I basically, told y'all niggas, I told y'all niggas, y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. Say, yo, we unstoppable. Right. That's all they had to say. And then I know how it goes. Right. Yeah. I want to hear nothing else. Thanks. And uh, in the main event for the World Heavyweight Championship, Shinsuke Nakamura challenges a broken down Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. Please say the freaking. Gotta say Mm -hmm. the freaking. Uh, Shinsuke got this fire-ass comic book anime intro. So A++++ for that. That was dope. Uh... The match it was it was good. It was what I expected from those two. It was it was good. The finish was kind of eh, because it was just like, oh damn, yeah. it's over already. Right, right. But yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't nothing bad. Uh, B plus for me on that. Shinsuke's rehab over the last what three weeks? It's been a Man. blessing. It's been a blessing. I, I tell you that first that first vignette after um uh, they uh they made the match and. He started talking about like what the what he said to Seth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this Shinsuke could win the belt to be honest. Cause Max, ruthless. He said, "Yo, yeah, when, when you hug your the wife, he's in pain. When he picks up his kid, he's in pain." Mm-hmm. Man, you talking that shit? Yeah, man. Like he just he took it all the way there, and like people that they they talked about it during the match. Like this is Shinsuke that people have seen in Japan and things like that. That was famous in the pro wrestling business yeah. so i'm like if we're gonna tap into that i mean why not let him just go ahead and do it like if seth really does need to take take some time to start you know getting his body back together then i mean that's an easy out you already wrote the story um uh, but you know of course i'm still watching for priest you know what i'm saying because yeah. it could be one of the things where seth wins out the blue or pulls it out and you know that like i said the finish I wasn't expect like the when the actual finish came, I'm like, okay, that's gonna be another kick out, and then it wasn't. I'm like, okay, and I was still looking around the corner because you know they they done made a point in the last couple of years about pump faking when, when you seeing them 
them little you know things on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. So man. like I, I just I just had all my senses up. And I thought but, that's uh, that's what they was about to do because like mm-hmm. they got Seth in the ring and he kind of like flustered a little bit. Right. And I seen Shinsuke outside the ring, like behind him. So exactly. I'm like, I didn't look up. I, I did not look away from my TV. Me? And then they started zooming in on Seth's face a little bit. Like right. closer. Like they the cameras are getting tighter. So you couldn't yeah. see the background. So I'm like, right. yo, Shinsuke about to attack man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was laser focused. They went, they went straight the... to the video package. I was like, oh, dang, that's tough. Yeah, man. But then, then after apparently it went off the air, Shinsuke did run up on Seth again. Oh, damn. And beat him down in the entrance. You didn't hear that? Nah. Yeah, no. Shinsuke went up as he's walking back up the entrance ramp and started beating his ass down. Crazy. That <laughs> only the live crowd saw. So... If they do something on Monday with Damien, I bet the live crowd thought they were about go. to get a cash in. Right. They don't tell you when crazy. the show over with on TV. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah, mean, like, really they don't tell you when the show from TV is over in the crowd. Mm-hmm. I bet you them people thought they was about to get a cash in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most of But nah, man, I, I was, I was kind of surprised that uh, they didn't put Shinsuke over, but I mean, look. It still was a good match. I give it. I give it an A minus. Like, yeah. I, I, two or two of them together, you can't. You can't do no wrong. But um, yeah, man. I think like Monday tomorrow night, like we 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 might, especially after that off cam, all that mess going on, we might we might see something more Monday. Yeah. So it's the uh, it's the last Monday before Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. So I don't know if you want to save the cash in for like Monday Night Football or maybe or what. Y'all did that a couple years ago with Big E. So that was smart. It was. So shout out to football. Football's back. Mm-hmm. College football back. NFL back next week. Yes, sir. How how your team's looking, man? Oh man, it, it's this is the craziest shit. Like I'm more hyped for the, what the Jets are gonna do this season than Ohio State. Yeah, cause Ohio State, had, Michigan like, did that much to you, huh? No, nah, it wasn't. It's it's how they look now. Like I I've never felt like watching Ohio State was a chore until yesterday. Like y'all, y'all was bad. struggling. Y'all was struggling with Illinois. Like they won. I think it was like twenty three to three. But that twenty points didn't come until like what Marvin do late late in the second half. Nothing. Nothing against Illinois. What? He he almost he had a there was a score where it was like I think in the second half it was a long pass but then they say he stepped out on the way in but that was the only thing he would have had all day like I I don't see I don't see the explosiveness they watching film on that boy all summer (laughs) I think they had to be and I'm like I don't know I don't know this quarterback I don't know what he about so apparently he played with him in high school with Marvin but I'm just like I don't know man like be alright. I, I, the Andy defense still look high, but... Oh yeah, y'all, y'all got y'all got uh y'all got prime coming next week. Yeah, no, nah, we Oof. we going to prime. Oof. Oh yeah, yeah. Oof. They yeah, they, I'm, was, I'm... they was looking cool, but they was facing TCU. I wasn't impressed. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be watching them more than my squad, honestly. Hey, listen, my UNLV won this week. 
I graduated oh, wow. from there. <laughs> 44 to 14, too. They whooped, they whooped on some school I ain't never heard of. So. Sheesh. Yeah, no, I'm just. Yeah, they, I'm, they I'm my just, team I'm as long saying. as Nebraska ass. <laughs> I'm repping them. Yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm I'm actually for once hyped to to watch just this year. Uh, I've seen y'all hard knocks. Man, y'all right, area, y'all had met the man up there. Everything. I'm telling you, like, I, I don't I don't never I don't never come out and like show actual joy for this time of the year, <laughs> but. They uh they got me. They got me. Good luck with that. Yeah. I'm we're gonna see. We're gonna I'm see. halfway serious on it. <laughs> we're gonna, uh, <laughs> we, we gonna see. But y'all got Bills first game? Yeah. We got the Eagles. That's gonna be uh that's gonna be something. That's gonna be a test. I can't uh, wait to bet against y'all this year. We got we got the Monday night game too. Oh, y'all on Monday night? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cowboys, Cowboys, Giants, first game, like, every year. Can't wait for that. Facts. I'm betting on interceptions all year. I, I racked up money last year betting on interceptions and first touchdown oh, scores. Oh, my God. So I, I'm excited to bet. I, I bet against Nebraska the other day. Obviously. That's cold. It was on a live bet, too. Mm-mm-mm. Bet them on a live bet, bro. Ain't right for that. <laughs> Listen, I I watch the team every week since I was 15 years old, Mm-mm-mm. and periodically before that, but like specifically when I was 15, I was like Callahan last year. We was, was kind of ass. I know mm-hmm. what to expect from this team. When we was leading Minnesota on Thursday, I was like, man, I wonder what them bets looking like. Took Minnesota like plus 190. On a live bet, <laughs> easy money. Hey, hey, enough football talk, man. We're gonna plug our socials and get out of here. All out just started, so let's go nice. ahead and watch some all out, man. Plug your socials, Reed. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at Rick Havoc 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, you know, the Havoc Hour where I talk sports and entertainment on all streaming platforms where you find your Kings Wrestling, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor. You video versions up on YouTube. It's still, you know, defunct as of now. But you know, I, I'm I'm in the lab, so we gonna we gonna see what we we can do with that coming up. You know, what I'm saying a lot of sports. So yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, and I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, aka TCF Baby. Please say the baby. You can follow me at TC Fontaine on Instagram. F O Y dot Flicks. Is my photography page. Guess what? I, I finally made a website for my photography. And I know I've been lying about making a website for Young Kings Wrestling for like two years. <laughs> I said I was going to do it last year. Didn't do it. I said I was going to do it this year. Have not done it yet. It's a little tedious, bro. What am I going to make a website for? Honestly, what's the point of, of us making a website at this point? Uh, I don't know. I mean, we got something for merch. That's the yeah. That's the main thing. I think a link tree should suffice. Yeah, yeah. When shout somebody start that. paying us, we can set up a website. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but also shout out to the JDF Memorial Sovereign Soundboard. You know, summer's over. It's Labor yeah. Day, so you know, vacation was cut short. If we had a regular episode last week, then uh, it wouldn't have been him. 
it still would have been summer. And it was still summer last week. Mm-hmm. Got some soundboard tidbits in there throughout the episode. So, yeah, big shout out there to them, go. man. And, nice. uh, yeah, go check out my photography, though. I, I'm taking it serious for once. Because I, I saw the dude who took photos at All In last week and got jealous. <laughs> I was like, yo, these is hard. I was like, nice. I, was, I was Cam Newton versus Giants. So I was like, I bet. Gosh. <laughs> so check that out. And uh, check us out, man. Check out the merch. Like I said, the new Wolf Collection. Black Lives Matter yes, team. You know, we keep them in the fun. And, you know, I see something that I need to donate money to. I donate money from the Young Kings Wrestling Fund at this point. Because I feel like telling people we donated to Black Lives Matter causes uh, was doing a little bit of damage. Because, yeah, they thought we was donating directly to Black Lives Matter. Well, we listen, we don't told people all the time we don't, we don't rock with them. Ah, not, not the, not the you organization. See, you, we you fuck with the cause, obviously. On. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I don't spend the money on nothing but GoFundMe's. I might right. be. You know, I might see a young brother at Walmart selling candy, and I, you know, pay my money and take it out the fund. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. Transparency. We be transparent about it. Always. I don't have receipts, unfortunately. Oh, I'll start saving them, though, just, just if y'all want to make sure y'all money going to the right stuff. I'll start saving them. But for now, I'm going to just save my work. So we'll do that. But we're going to start keeping receipts. Thanks. Somebody pull up on us, be like, "Yo, donate nothing." Like, first of all, why are you questioning me? You talking like that? First, talking in the accent. Man, look. Like <laughs> I don't know shit. Nah, nah. Well, let's close this out, man. I do want to thank y'all for listening. I know we went over time here. Long ass episode. We're gonna keep it short next yeah. week. It was just shout a lot to, to talk about. Yeah, shout out to Phil. Yeah. Because if Phil didn't get fired, this episode would have been like 30 minutes short. With that being said, I'm going to go watch All Out because might be some history being made. Dennis Rodman is on All Out. Did you see that? I know he was on Collision yesterday. I didn't know he was going to be on the show. Yeah, he's going to be on All Out. He's uh, in the corner of the acclaimed versus uh, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Until next time, though, listen, I'm going to just... I'm just let Trey. I'm just let Trey tell y'all. Said I'll be back to hold you down. I don't wanna leave. But we gotta go right now. We'll be back next week with another one. Another one. Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We out of here. Gone. Gone.